Welcome to Word of Truth with Reverend Azuka Obi. Hi, I'm Chikurumobi. So glad for you to join me this Sunday morning. Today I'm going to talk to you about the subject I call At Your Word. This phrase was made popular by Simon in Luke 5 verse 5. The Bible says, And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Let me just give you a little backdrop of this verse. Jesus met Simon at the banks of the Sea of Galilee and asked him if he could use his boat as a pulpit, as a stage to preach to the people. And Simon obliged the Lord and pushed the boat a little bit into the sea and Jesus preached from the boat. But before this happened, the previous night, Simon, being a skilled fisherman, and he wasn't a young one, he was an elderly one, I mean, he was middle-aged probably, you know, being skilled, understood that the best time to fish and you get the quantity of fish, you know, in any catch is at night when the sun is out, when the environment and atmosphere is calm, that the fishes that usually dive deep down during the day come up to roost, if I might use that word, to eat up the planktons and all that that they feed on. During the night, that is where you have them a whole lot. That is where you make a great catch. Knowing that from his experience and his skill, toiled all night and did not catch anything. Nothing. He didn't catch anything. So in the morning, in his frustration and possibly anger and disappointment, he was washing his nets and was preparing to go home and give his wife the sad news that nothing again today. And I don't know what you might be going through. You might have struggled, try this, try that, and you're not getting the result you expected or anticipated. Listen to me. Something is about to happen to you. Something's about to happen to you that will change your situation. So at this point, while he was watching his net, that Jesus accosted him and made that request. And he obliged. And Jesus finished preaching, told them, launch out for a catch. And Peter, with so much fortitude, he tried to explain his ordeal from last night to Jesus. What did he say? He said, oh, master, see, I've thought all night. I didn't catch anything. Guess what? From my experience in this business, you're not going to catch something this afternoon or this morning if you didn't catch in the night but he now said at your word i will let down the net and this is my own thinking this is my own opinion i believe that jesus didn't just come to him and asked him to to launch out into the deep for a catch when he met him that morning but rather wanted him to listen to the word he was about to preach. Remember, if you've gone on a boat on the sea, you know what I'm talking about. The sea is not quiet. It's not like the ground. It's topsy-turvy. And Jesus needed somebody on that boat to try to steady the boat for him to be able to preach from it. So that was what Simon was doing. He was in that boat, steadying the pulpit for Jesus to preach. And the words from Jesus are words of faith and of authority. Words that create and changes every circumstances and dire situation. 
These words bested faith in him, which resulted in that statement from Simon. So I believe that Jesus wanted Simon to listen to him preach. And I believe that it was a word that Jesus preached that morning that Simon heard that made him make that statement. At your word, I will let down the net. That was in Romans 10 verse 17. That faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So I believe that the words that Jesus spoke that morning that built unusual faith in Simon because he simply would have just told Jesus, hell no. He simply would have just told Jesus, no, 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 Jesus, you don't understand. I'm a fisherman. I've been fishing for my youth. You are not a fisherman. You're a carpenter. Let me tell you how it works. You don't catch nothing in the night and expect to catch in the morning. So I'm going home. I need to rest because I'm going to come back again this night to toil. But the words he heard changed whatever he had planned on saying. And let me say this. Whenever you're going through something, where do you run to first? Where do you go to first? What is your first point of call? Is your first point of call to that uncle, that auntie, that relative for help? Or is your first point of call to God, to his word for solution? I remember one time, I think about 10 years ago, I was in dire straits myself. Something, I got in news that morning and I fell and collapsed and sank into my bed. I thought the world was going to cave in on me. And it was as if nothing was working in my life. It was as if I've lost everything. But I read a book by a man called Jerry Savelle. And I recommend this book to you too. The title of the book is In the Footsteps of the Prophet. In that book, there are so many testimonies he gave that, that changed my life drastically and started me on the journey of being a man of faith. But one thing he mentioned in that book is that he also changed his own lot by sitting and locking himself up every day for hours listening to the word of faith by Kenneth Copeland and by Kenneth Hagen, as well as spawning hours studying the Bible. See that what happened after a couple of months is that he became a giant of faith. So what did I do when I got that news and I felt that my world has ended is that I started soaking the word. And I do that till today. That is how I built faith in an unusual quantity on my inside. So something happened to me. After months of desperate and insatiable hunger for the world, unusual belief welled upon my inside. A staunch confidence that God will come through for me. And guess what? He did in an unusual way. This is exactly what Jesus did to Simon. He made him listen to him preach, knowing what Simon suffered the previous night while fishing. Got him to sit and listen to the word, preach first. And I have met believers that don't have the patience to sit down and study the word for themselves. They don't have the patience to sit down, study the word and build faith on their inside. To seek out the word of the Lord regarding a situation. I've met loads of them that come to me for a quick fix. Pastor, pray. Pastor, just pray. Pastor, pray. Some of them come and tell me, ah, 
I've been to this pastor. This pastor has prayed. That pastor has prayed. The other pastor has prayed. The other one has laid hands. Pastor, join in with them and pray and lay hands on me. And they're usually shocked at my response. Tell them I won't pray. If this man has prayed, that man has prayed, the other man has prayed. Almighty men of God have prayed for you. And yet, the sins have not changed. I say, guess what? What you don't, what you need is not another prayer. What you need is the word of the Lord. And you need to sit down and walk together, walk. And you need to sit down and work on getting the word on your inside. If everything there is in our world today was created by the word of God and sustained by the word of God, like Hebrews 1 verse 3 says, the word of the Lord should be our get-go. Running to God should be our first point of call, like Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 says, For by him we are all things created that are in heaven. And that in earth, visible, invisible, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him, all things consist. And this hymn we are reading about from these two verses is the man Jesus. The express image of God. The word that became flesh. It was this same man that was standing before Peter and told Peter, launch into the deep. And Peter said, at your word, at your word, I will let down the net. And when you get the word on your inside and you act in accordance with that word, a miracle is inevitable. That is the truth. You can also have the same experience today as you're listening to me. What you just need to do is go back to the word. Look for the word regarding that situation that is facing. If it is sickness, go get all the word on healing. If it is finances, go get what the word has said about prosperity. If it is promotion you are believing God for in your office, go get the word regarding that. If it is marriage, go get the word regarding that. No matter what you are faced with, go get the word. Sit on that word. When faith comes, open your mountain in prayer. Speak to that mountain in prayer. Prophetically command that thing you trust God to come and it will come. But when you get the word on your inside and pray the word to that situation by speaking to that mountain, your miracle must come. Your miracle becomes inevitable. Inevitable. Your miracle will become your miracle becomes inevitable and your lot will change. I pray for you right now and I prophesy to you right now. And I declare that death which has delayed from coming finds you speedily this month, this year, in the name of Jesus. Go prosper in Jesus' name. Listen to this. Welcome to another look at giving. We're going to be looking at the number one law of giving, which is give, especially when you are led by the Spirit. You won't go wrong giving when you are led by the Spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, that as many that are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. I'm going to tell you a story about a South African preacher that traveled to New Orleans. He stood in line behind a family at a convenience store and he felt led to give the person, the man with his family in front of him some money. Nine years later, this same pastor 
was invited to preach in a church in New Orleans. After a service, a man walked up to him and shared this story of how he came to faith. He said, my wife and I and my child, we were destitute. We were at our brink, our last herbs. No job, no nothing. So they made a suicide pact. But while they make the pact, let's give our child something to eat. That was how they walked into that convenience store. He said, while we were standing there in line, we realized that we didn't have enough money to pay for what we bought. And he said, after they bought the milk and the bread, they went back to the spot where they were supposed to kill themselves and they wept. Because when the man gave him that money, the man said to him, Jesus loves you. So they found the church that had a bold sign, Jesus loves you. And they drove into the church and the rest is history. Just one act of kindness prompted by the man's spirit stopped three people from dying. Don't let anybody coerce you into giving. Always give when you're convinced that you should. Always give led by the spirit. I'll talk a whole lot more in subsequent series on this. Join me on the next one. And if you've not accepted Jesus into your life, this is time for that now. Just say after me, Lord Jesus, I believe you died. I believe you resurrected from the dead. I ask you into my heart, be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Please remember to subscribe to his YouTube channel at Saint Vlog. Follow him on Facebook at Chukudum. Follow him on Twitter at Chukudum O. Follow him on Instagram at Saint T. Subscribe on his blog www.saint.tips with an S to receive the daily devotional and bullet words sent to your email daily. I'm really glad you joined me for this episode. Make sure you tune in next week same time same station i'm looking forward to hanging out with you have a blessed week you are in for a miracle see you